welcome to The Itinerary, the official travel podcast presented by Premier Custom Travel. Here are your hosts, Chris Grum and Danielle Gagne. And we wanted to do one last podcast Indeed before we, we wrap up our broadcasting on board Icon of the Seas. Oh, so sad to leave tomorrow. It is. There's, there's no place like home, however. <laughs> well, that's a perfect start. Indeed it is. For what we're going to talk about. And nobody better to have to talk about this than somebody mm. who is a huge fan of both the movie Wizard of Oz and the musical Wicked. Danielle is slightly obsessed with I, both of those. I think, you know, it's funny. No one will admit this to me. I think it was omitted to me on purpose that The Wizard of Oz was on this because well, no, I did no. not know. No, no, no. Now, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, I, I sent you a bunch of stuff to watch and read about this ship. And I did. And now I know you didn't because did. you could this not have missed Wizard of Oz I being in there. I don't know how. I don't know how. But she had no idea that the show. Oh, so, so The Wizard of Oz is the production show, the main production show mm-hmm. on board Icon of the Seas as, um, as uh, now, now I'm blanking on his name. Good gosh, and I talk about him all the time. Um, the executive producer of Nick Weir. Thank mm-hmm. you. I just it just go. popped into my head. Nick Weir is the executive producer of the shows for Royal Caribbean, and he is their basically senior vice president of entertainment. He creates, conceives, and comes up with all these shows. Right. And every once in a while, he goes, you know what? We need a Broadway caliber show. Mm-hmm. They've done Hairspray. They've done Cats. They've done Chicago. They've done uh, Mamma Mia. Now it's The Wizard of Oz. And... He basically said to us before the show, he said, we're going to see the final dress rehearsal. We're the first audience to see the entire show. Correct. And we actually saw the entire we show did. because they had done some dress rehearsals where they had to stop the show. Right. And we're going to talk about why in a minute. Mm. But um, Nick showed us the show, and it is, he said, we wanted to do an iconic title, and there's nothing more iconic than The Wizard of Oz. Indeed. And they lived up to the, the hype. hype. Indeed And they then did. some. And it is an hour and a half straight through, no intermission, full-fledged version. I mean, it's basically the movie on stage mm-hmm. and then a little bit and a little bit less. Because you got hour and a half, you got to trim some stuff. Correct. But it's basically the movie on stage and wow, oh, wow, wow. But in their know. own spin, dare I say. Well, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spoil the first 20 seconds of it just because I was a little concerned. And I know people will be when they first walk into the theater. The very first scene is Dorothy watching television with a cell phone. And I went, oh, my gosh, what are they going to do? They're going to modernize this. They're going to modernize this, and it's not going to be good. And quite frankly, I'm not sure why that scene was there, and that would be my only small critique, is it wasn't necessary because we, after that point, you, you weren't necessarily in any time period. Mm-hmm. And I think they wanted to bring it into modern day instead of feeling like 1939, which is when the movie yeah. was made. But I didn't feel like that was necessary, but it also didn't hurt it because that was the only time that they really changed something significantly. Right. So I think it's worth mentioning if someone walks into the first five minutes and goes, wait a minute. Um, <laughs> and and you, will, you will not be disappointed if that, if that happens to be your concern. I mean, I know a lot of people go in just to see what it's about, but if you're a purist, as many of us Wizard of Oz fans can be, right. um, it's impo- it, that, that's worth mentioning. So. So, okay, so let's set the stage, mm-hmm. literally and figuratively. Yeah. First of all, this is in a beautiful brand new theater, seats about 1,100 people, and the show is done several times over the course of a seven-day cruise, Yes. and you reserve your tickets. You can Correct. reserve one performance. Correct. They do matinees. Yes. They do evening shows, so you don't have to worry about there being a show that's going to be blocked. It'll fit You can fit it in. Right. And you can make those reservations when you get on the ship on the app, and if you don't have reservations, no big deal. Yep. You can get in the standby line. You've actually seen the show twice. I have indeed. So you went on a reservation, and then you went back without a reservation and still got in to see the show. Correct. All right. So now you go to the theater, and the coolest thing about this, and I go to a lot of national tours, 17-piece orchestra. 
the largest orchestra at, at sea. And I'm going to tell you right now, there are national tours of big Broadway shows that don't have 17, that don't have 17 pieces in Never the orchestra. Mind, was it, is it seven or eight by a string section alone? Yeah, they had seven or eight in the string yes. section. And he, Nick, made them get up and take a special bow Which because they this was the first string section at sea as well. Yes. And it really brings in that extra sound mm-hmm. when they're playing that iconic score. Again, yep, again, spoiler alert, he said, make, and it was funny because I didn't catch this the first time around. He goes, just a little, because everyone knows, he goes, pay extra attention to that string section when somewhere over the rainbow comes right. on. And, and that was really... And let's point out, let's talk about the songs. Every single song from the movie is there. And then there's also one, well, two additionals. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the Jitterbug, which was a song that was cut from the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's a song basically for the witch. Uh, but it, 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 we won't spoil what it does. Yeah, but yeah, it's, we'll keep it. But it's primarily her number to show off her talents. Yes. And then there's a reprise of Somewhere Over the Rainbow, which was also cut from the movie. And those are later in the show. But generally speaking, all the songs you know from The Wizard of Oz are there. All the songs are there. And um, I would love to point out the fact that um, they even the script... Even though maybe the actors had different inflections than, say, Judy right. Garland did, um, the exact script is as the lines are accurate. Um, I'm sure there were some changed for for reasons. Um, I I am super impressed. Uh, not to jump around too much, that they were able to do it as iconically as they did, uh, because it's not easy to change Wizard of Oz anything. It's not easy to get rights. It's not easy Correct. to to acquire that. So the fact that Royal Caribbean did that, I'm I'm impressed that they even got the show because I know that they can be. If you ever see any other variation of Wizard of Oz, um, there's other movies out there. They had to. Uh, I'll use this for example. Oz, Great and Powerful. It's a movie out there with Mila mm-hmm. Kunis and all them. Mm-hmm. If you notice the witch's face is a very different odd shade of green it's because they were not allowed to use the same shade of green that mgm used on margaret hamilton for the witch in the original wizard of oz they were not allowed to use the ruby slippers they weren't allowed to use i was just going to bring up the ruby slippers because if i'm not mistaken the musical wicked doesn't call them the ruby slippers because it's not a officially licensed product of the wizard of oz correct in the book they're silver the whole time they're only red because of the wizard of oz technicolor they wanted to show show off the the color which i don't blame them for they're beautiful but they're also copyrighted and and that was so it's yeah Right. It's not L. Frank Baum's original, you know, piece that they needed to get the permission from his estate or anything. It's it's MGM's Wizard of Oz that made the iconic ruby slippers out there. And so just the fact that we were able to acquire, I'm just so impressed that they got it. And I'm, if anyone can do it, I'm sure Royal Caribbean icon of the seas sure. can get it. Well, but I thought that next, was impressive. The next thing you worry about is this is going to be, and, and cruise ships get a bad reputation for their shows sometimes. And then there are cruise ships out there that deserve that reputation la, la, for their la, shows. La, 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 la. I'm yeah. not going to name names. Indeed. but But sometimes they can be schmaltzy. Sometimes be they can in, be yeah. a little Vegasy, if right. for lack right. of a better Absolutely. word. Absolutely. That's a great way to put it. But when you tell somebody you're going to see a Broadway caliber show, you don't want to insult broadway correct this was in every way in every sense of the word something that they could have lifted off the ship and put yeah in new york yeah and the tech level yes the talent the level oh my god the, the costuming yeah. the the everything was on point yeah and that's it was not a I, i've seen the wizard of oz on national tour yes, let me put it this exactly. way and I was like, oh, God, this again? Because it just kind of falls flat. Because you can do this show with very low tech. You, you can, can do the Wizard of Oz. You put a you know yellow carpet down for the yellow brick road, and, and yeah. you know everyone walks down the path, and you meet the next friend, the next friend, the next friend, and here's a witch, and rah, melt her yeah. by, Like, you could do it very... That's why so many schools do it, because it's easy to do. So when you hear it's going to be on a ship like this, you're like, what are you going to do with this show? 
so Nick Weir gets up and he says, before the show starts, he says, you're going to be the first audience other than crew to see the show. Mm-hmm. And we may have to stop it because of technical issues. Yes. And I'm thinking, okay, you, you have an elevator in the stage. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, how bad can how it be? How much tech are we getting here? Well, boy, did we get tech. We got tech. And I don't want to spoil the iconic yeah, moments. We but we can kind of work our way around them a little bit. Okay. So we'll start with the tornado. Which could have very easily just been um, oh, a wind machine and a, a wind machine and, and a backdrop, <laughs> and and they do have a digital screen in the back. So Which during adds. the tornado, they I will say this: they recreated that iconic stuff that was going on behind Dorothy in the window of the house. Yep, they created full stage. We need to say 4D and immersive. Yes, mm-hmm. and there were let's just say they used flying in ways that are very impressive yes. that immerse the entire theater Correct. and the actors. Yes. And so the tornado scene was, uh, when that hit, that I woke think, people up. Yes. People were like, we saw a cell phone, all right? Yeah. yeah all right. Toto got to it, whatever. And then they're like, whoa, they, the, didn't, they didn't mess around here. Because it was probably 10, 15 minutes before we got yeah, to the tornado. Exactly. And people are going, okay, it's Wizard of Oz. This is cool. Yeah. She sang Somewhere with the Rainbow. Singer, that was nice. Yeah, She's exactly. a great singer. Correct. Uh, and, and by the way, her name is Ruby. I know. Which that, is that perfect. Made me giddy. <laughs> the actress's name is she's an English actress named Ruby. Yes. And she's wearing the Ruby slippers. I just but love it. It was very low tech. And Correct. we're going, okay, is this it? Yeah. And then the tornado hits. And then it all starts. And then you're like, wow. And then you see Munchkin land for the first time. Such a great take. And you have to understand about this ship, Icon of the Seas, it is extremely colorful. Yeah. I mean, there are yellows and blues and yes. pinks. I'm looking at them right behind you. Yeah. This ship is so colorful. The staircase over here yeah. is yellows and blues and pinks. And they, by the way, they gave us a hats that match these different. Yes, they stair- did. Which is cool. But this ship is is flowing with color. Yeah. And when you go to Munchkin Land, they, they hit even, there's even an icon shop yes, in Munchkin is. Land, Super which is kind of cool. I, something just blew up. Uh, <laughs> fireworks are going off over there. Oh, yeah. But, um, fireworks. You hear that, people? Yeah, fireworks. fireworks. So, oh, and then we're going to get an announcement here as well. So, uh, we'll just ignore the voice yes. behind the curtain. <laughs> but, uh, but the, that when that scene happened, it was like, oh my gosh, yeah. we're in for a treat tonight. Absolutely. And then here comes the, the Munchkin Land song, and then a she's nice the Ding Dong, the witch is dead, yep. and the whole thing. And then when the Wicked Witch shows up, it's like, wow. Oh, okay. Hello. Yeah. And then the different scenery coming on and off. I mean, it was a, a full fledged broad- It was a I, legit it, set, which I, I was very. I'm like, where did they put that? <laughs> well, exactly. And that's the challenge is yeah. you're on a cruise ship. Yeah. You know, but they had many different flies and many different scenery that came up out of the floor. And think about this. The Hobby Center in Houston, where I go see shows, and you see them at the Bushnell in Connecticut. Yeah. Yep. These are nice facilities. Yes. They don't have the ability to do Correct. elevators with their shows. Correct. This ship had scenery coming up, down, left, right, every which way. And it flowed extremely well, which when you're going to do an hour and a half straight through, it has to. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the costuming was amazing. And you even pointed out something to me. Um, you know, and, and for those of you that don't know, the one person that doesn't know the Wizard of Oz, mm-hmm. the ranch hands are the Cowardly Lion, the Tin Man, and so forth. All the people yes. that are in Kansas are a character in Correct. Oz. Which and, means costume change. Right. And mm-hmm. so the Tin Man, his face was silver. Yeah. But then five seconds later, when she—I I mean, if we're if we're saying five, but I want to say it probably realistically was maybe forty-five. Yeah, right, seconds but I mean, to, under a minute—that's what I'm saying. It's not—he switched, yeah, and his face was not silver. It was—it was so. And good. they did it with Miss Gulch and the witch. That was impressive. And, too. and I was like, okay, this. She, she got green fast. She got green fast, and then she got un, well. No, we didn't see her at the end. Yeah, but uh, we <laughs> saw her for the bows, but she was the away. witch. Yeah, but it was very, very impressive. Uh, spoiler, sorry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but you know. It was very impressive how they did all that. Yeah. Um, and the staging and the, the I, I just, I was absolutely blown away by it. Yeah. 
It's it's an I think that's important that we're having this moment to take it. So for anyone that thinks the Wizard of Oz is, you know, oh, it's okay, it's a snooze fest, it's whatever, it's fine. But if you, this is even if you're as long as you're a theater fan, go to this. Yeah. Even if Wizard of Oz isn't your favorite, it doesn't always have to be your favorite. Um, you know, I'm a fan of any good theater of any kind. I'll see any show anytime. Uh, but even if you just like staging and you like theater and you like good singers, you are going to get blown away. Oh, <laughs> um, how they do it, and especially and keep telling yourself this is on a ship. Mm-hmm. They're doing this on a ship. Um, it's, it's, it's more than, it's way more enhanced than even I thought it would be. So I'm impressed. And I was in the camp that you just described a minute ago where I was kind of like, okay, it's a wizard of Oz on the ship. I know Danielle's going to love this, mm. but I'm wizard of Oz out and I, I, I really just don't care. <laughs> and then that, the first scene with the special effects happened and I went, right. this is going to be something special. Yeah. And then they, they didn't sit on those laurels. They continued to use the effects in a way that was very, very, very impressive. Yeah. And, and you know, I write a lot of Broadway reviews on my personal blog. Right. And I will, there will be a couple of places I'll critique. For they, sure. they added a back end number called The Jitterbug. And the history on that is it was one of the first scenes ever filmed for the movie The Wizard of Oz. And somebody in their infinite wisdom, the, the, the premise behind it is um, the jitterbug is a bug the witch is going to send to try to help capture Dorothy. Right, that's the, the the premise behind it. Now, um, somebody at MGM saw the footage of that, and at the time, Jitterbug was not a dance craze, but it was about to become one. Mm-hmm. And somebody had the forethought to go, if we put this in the movie now, the movie's going to feel dated, correct? Fifty, sixty years from now, and I don't know how they realized it was going to be the juggernaut that it is and yes. continues to be a right. family favorite. But somebody somewhere went, you know what? We don't want to put that scene in, and right. they wound up cutting it. Right? They restored it in this. This version, and I can understand why they wanted the witch to have a song to sing. Yeah, it's they can't do defying gravity. Yeah, I mean that would have been yeah. kind of cool, but right. you know we, we're not going to mash up the two because yeah. those are two different characters in a sense. Correct, uh, or two different points of view. I guess yes. is the best way to put yeah. it. Got to keep them separate. But I would have, if it were me, and I was going to make two changes to this show, I would drop the jitterbug because I feel like it was while it was nice, it was unnecessary in the sense of it didn't really advance the plot mm-hmm. in a way that we needed. You still had the flying monkeys, and that's plenty for me. Yeah. Uh, we could have done a transition scene there. Um, the only thing I wonder about is, is, there, is it designed to give a rest to somebody or to allow them to do that's something scenic-wise? Right. The other thing that I would have cut is the reprise of Somewhere Over the Rainbow, and I know that Just sounds like blasphemy. It was put in the wrong spot. Well, it's, it's, it's a beautiful, well-sung, crescendoed moment. But you felt like when the crescendo hit, it was a great moment, but we still had story to tell. Yeah. And it felt like the ending, like the, the, that yeah. last reprise you do at the end of the film. Yeah. And so it was either need to be moved to the end or just cut entirely. I also have a problem with the fact that if you think about the words, why, oh, why can't I? Like she's trying to get this strength to right. do it. But then she doesn't actually, she's not about to do something heroic. Her friends come save her, which is fine, but it just felt ill-placed. I mean, if you were mm-hmm. trying to talk yourself up, I mean, perhaps it could have been I'm talking myself up to survive this. But I, that wasn't really the angle there. You know, the angle of like you want to, you sing the reprise to be like, I got this. It's going to be a turning right. point. And we didn't immediately get that turning point no. right after there was so much more story. You do get it later, though. You do get and that's the thing is that There's that's better, where the song would have If you're going to put it again, exactly. put it somewhere different. <laughs> well, and you could have put it, what I said to him, and again, spoiler for the one person that's never seen The Wizard of Oz, I would have put it right before the Ruby Slipper moment at yeah, the end. Yeah, she clicks her heels. Right. Times. I would have yeah. put it there and said, oh, why, oh, why can't I? Click, 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 yeah, boom. And then exactly. You, there's your, there's why, your ending. Oh, yeah, and then you could have yeah. also used the crescendo. You could have had her sing the song but not hit the crescendo. 
click the heels, go back to Kansas, and then yes. one last reprise of Why, oh, why Can't I to end the show. Yes, and that would have been appropriate yeah. for a musical. Yeah, so, I think yeah. that would have been right up there, you know, with exactly. a way to, to finish it off. But very um, impressed overall. A must-see. Yeah, it was really incredible, and, and uh, kudos to the staff and crew who worked for months on that they show. They really did. But you think about the entertainment on this ship. Between The Wizard of Oz, the water show that we saw. That was mind-blowing. That was, and we only saw pieces of it. Correct. The people that will be on the, the maiden voyage will get to see, hopefully, the full show. They, yeah. They were up there rehearsing today all day long. I know, and one, of, one show has already been canceled. That, just keep that in mind, too. They will cancel that for safety. Yes. If there is wind, it is not safe for those divers no. to do something they're already doing difficult. Um, just keep that in mind. We're not doing it to piss you off, I promise. The weather is no, the weather. No, no. And, <laughs> um, and there's one other Royal, we have not yeah. talked about as far as entertainment goes, and it is another venue that is directly below us, uh, one deck below us down on uh, deck six, and that's called Absolute Zero. And people mm -hmm. will remember on other royal ships, it's called uh, Studio B, yep. the ice skating rink. Well, yep. it's been reimagined on this ship. And again, if the ship is moving a bit, and I don't mean just moving, but I mean yeah, if there's some, real waves. some waves... You don't want to be an ice skater jumping around and being thrown through the air because when you land, the ice may not be there. Yes. <laughs> and you don't want to be jumping off a 10-meter platform or whatever the, the height of those things are. Yeah. And the pool moves. Just yeah. probably not a good look. Not at all. You know, and so understand, again, that they're thinking of safety of these cast members. And these are world-class yeah. athletes that yes. they hire. Yeah. And we got a booklet with all the names, and we were looking these people up, and yeah. it's like, and wow. They're, they're, I mean, put it this way. The girl I did the morning stretch with was a professional volleyball player in Portugal. If they're getting professionals to lead my mere 30-minute stretch, <laughs> imagine the professionals they are getting for these world-class shows. So we wanted to give our review of Wizard of Oz. I would go back again. Danielle's already, already gone did. back and like, again. If we didn't have dinner at seven fifteen, I might have caught the show this evening. And it's uh, <clears> it's family friendly. Yeah, you know, it's so. it's perfect for everybody. The yeah. kids will see the characters they know. Yeah, and you're in and out in an hour and a half, which is a bit long. And like I said, I wish they'd trim that ten minutes out of it. It yeah. would be perfect. But it's but still you're nearly getting... perfect now. But again, keep in mind, real quick, when you're wrapping up, if you're looking at an icon price. You get a full Broadway show when you're on here. Think you about do. what that would cost for your family of five to go see a Broadway show in New York City in your local theater. If Add that in. Yeah, if that show was in New York right now, yeah. well, I know what Wicked charges, and so do you because yes. you've been enough and times. I'll go. Yeah, but I'll that go. show, a Broadway ticket, would easily be $150 per person. Per person. And that might not even be a seat where you can see anything. Correct. Correct. And here so, I'm sitting in the front row, you know. At, right. So anyway, it's worth it. Every bit is worth it. And we did not put up. We put up photos from the rehearsal that we were yes. invited to, right. which was the, um, I forget the name of the song, so, Mario yeah, Land Mary of Oz. Oz. Correct. We put up photos from that number. We did not put up any other photos or video. And it is out there it somewhere. It is out there. People are already posting But it, I will tell you. It'd be better if you didn't. Yeah. Don't look at the videos. Don't look at the photos because they will spoil some amazing, magical moments in the show. Indeed. You got to see it for yourself. Onboard Icon of the Seas. And guess what? Danielle and I can make it happen. Thanks for listening to The Itinerary, the official travel podcast presented by Premier Custom Travel. You can view the schedule of upcoming podcasts or listen to previous episodes on demand by visiting our website at premiercustomtravel.com slash the itinerary. Join us next time for another edition of The Itinerary.